everybody, welcome back to another Contagious Smiles Teen Talk. I'm Logan, and I'm yet again here with my um my uh, co-host Faith. Hey, Lobo. Hey, Faith. I love y'all side am. I can friendship. It's so cute and sweet, and it's probably not the teen proper wording I shouldn't say, but I think it's fantastic. So school's about to start soon, right? When does school start for you? September 6th. What? Like, down here, it's in August. Well, because you guys go on summer break earlier than us. So are you guys excited about going back to school? No. Why? I hate, I just hate school. I have to tell you that Faith didn't hear um, the podcast that you and I did. and. I have to tell you, Logan, that we got a lot of feedback about it, and it was all really good, and they wanted you to talk more about it, and so maybe we can get Faith involved in it. Do you remember what we talked about? Yes, I do. Okay, so tell Faith a little bit about what it was about, and then go from there, because everybody was so glad that somebody in your age range finally spoke up. So let's uh, have this conversation. I I think you should bring it up to Faith. Uh, (laughs) No, you're the one who had the the talk. So I'm just, uh, I'm producing it and I'm sitting back and uh, you'll do your thing. I know, but I'll talk to her about it, but you should tell her what the topic was. The topic was sexuality in school about right that okay yeah that's fine that's really what it was about okay so you tell her your stance yeah okay um so me and your mom just um mainly just spoke about how um it's just nowadays think they could walk around the school um assuming that they know their sexuality thinking that they're gay or lesbian or bisexual and they some kids just think it's cute and quirky um some just do it to fit in um and also in my school one thing that I find that's a problem is I did say this also is that um uh, as soon as kids see a rainbow in my school they automatically assume gay because and actually there like I, I I did also say this there's a kid in my school who is in some called an up class a special ed class um and he loves love 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 loves rainbows he has a rainbow shirt that he likes wearing and um he always gets made fun of for it I always try to tell him keep your head held high and if you like rainbows you like them that's what you like You believe someone as young as what age do you want to say? Repeat that. You broke out. What age do you want to say when it regards to like the kids at this age are saying they know their sexuality, but you're saying it's impossible for them to know at this age. So what age range do you want to start at? Well, in my school, uh, the, the age range is it's usually... 11 to 14 okay. but you know it could be it could also be you know it could, it's no it's usually my bad it's actually usually it's supposed to be 12 to 14 but some kids when they come in they're 11 and others when they leave they're 15 so okay so do you believe that an 11 year old can know without a shadow of a doubt what their sexuality is. Nope. Because we were talking about it, and Logan goes, well, you know, we don't even know what we want to wear next week. We don't know what our hobbies are going to be. We don't know what kind of birthday party we want next year. So how are we going to know what our preference is sexually? And that's a strong, valid point. It's very true. But... In school, you're allowed to go to school and say that you are a transgender, and then you get to use that bathroom, and you get to do these other things. 
and he doesn't think that's fair at all. What is your stance about all that again? Oh, yeah, I, I do want to bring this up, Faith. I also spoke about how there have been cases in my school where a quote-unquote transgender uh, person who was a boy that quote-unquote transitioned into a girl was in the girls' bathroom and vice versa. So that my take on that is that is, I, I don't believe, you know, that if you're quote-unquote transgender, you should be going in the, the gender you feel you are in that bathroom. I, I, what I said was, you know, whatever you were born as, un, unless you get a surgery to change that, although you'll never really be able to change that, you should stay in the bathroom of your, of your, um, I'd say, official gender. Yeah, I think you said it was your birth gender. I think it's what you called it. Yeah, birth, there you go, birth gender. You, sh- you should always stay in, in that bathroom. I agree with you on that, little girl. But what do you think about the schools allowing the transition at that young of an age? I mean, I think that you should be able to go and talk to a counselor and start all those decisions because some of these processes that you have to go through in transition are non-reversible. Like, to, they yeah. have them out there so that they stop you from going into puberty. They have them out there, like, you know, if you're a woman and you become a man or a man and you become a woman, like, if a man becomes a woman, she's not going to be able to have kids. Yeah. You know, you're taking away that right. And is that a decision that you can make at 11 years old or 12 years old? And what what of the brain is it's called the frontal lobe of the brain doesn't develop completely until you're in your mid twenties. So how can you at such a young age without questionable doubt say, I absolutely know what my preference is. I don't believe you're grown up till you're 20 years old. Why do you say that? Because I don't think 18 makes you an official grown up, you know, at 18, you still can't do certain things. And not only that, you're still a teenager. So I don't really think you're a kid. I think once you're 20 is when I think you're an official grown-up. Okay. Do you think it's harder, like this boy, we'll give him a name, we'll call him Sam, who loves rainbows and he wears a rainbow shirt and he gets made fun of at school. What about a kid who comes to school in transgender clothing? Don't they get made fun of in school or are they accepted more than Sam would be? No, they're, they're definitely accepted more, but there are some people that would still bully them. But, like, they're definitely more accepted because that's how it is in my school. You know, one minute you'll walk in, uh, you know, normal as – I'm not saying you're abnormal, but you'll walk in normal as can be. And, like, the next day – so, like, we'll say a day some kid walks in. as a, It's their boy. They walk in in the boy clothing. Everything's fine, normal. And then the next day they'll walk in claiming that they're gay, they're they're bisexual, or they're just transgender, and they'll come in with skirts or, you know, like, girly clothing. And it's like, well, what oh, happened Tommy overnight? Tommy and Tammy, right. So why do you think that Sam would get more negative reaction? Because there's there's more... Um, I don't know really how to say this in like a normal way. There's more, you know, people in the quote-unquote LGBTQ community in the school. And like I said, I don't even believe half of them or maybe even more than half of them are even really LGBTQ. I think they just do it to fit in. Like I said, I, I, I have witnessed some people just do it to fit in. And it's not right. I think you, you're you for you. You are put on this earth as you are for a reason, not to change yourself um, and modify your body. Um, but it's, it's I, I just, there's more people like that. So, you know, automatically you assume since we'll say Sam is wearing all that, the, the rainbow clothing and whatever he likes, that they automatically just assume that and, he likes, he, the rainbow. You know, he likes the rainbow because of the colors. 
It's not yes. he supports or they met. Let me not take that. Let me let me change that. That is because he is not or may not be uh, a standing member of the LGBTQ community. Yes, likes the rainbow. And I said it in the past when you asked him what his favorite color is, he doesn't say oh purple, green, blue. That no, he says my favorite color is rainbow. Okay, that's like saying if you're you, Logan, that you like unicorns. So you're not. That's not okay because you're not an outstanding present member of the LGBTQ community because you like a unicorn. I mean, Faith loves wolves, but what does that stand for? I mean, it's a strong, dominant, loyal, loyal representation. But that doesn't mean yeah. that. I mean, a rainbow is a rainbow. It signs healthy, happy, smiling. It's yes, yes. Rainbow, uh, yeah, it represents a lot. It's a beautiful like, uh, thing. Another thing that I want to talk about that I didn't talk about on the last one was pronouns. Another thing is, right, is like you were you were still learning all this, right? I believe in pronouns. The original, like he, you know, like in the English, like this he, she. I don't, you know, I don't believe like when you're saying like they and them. I do believe it's a pronoun, but when it comes to people, like come on. He, it's a he or she. It's like you see, I, I see people walking around my school, and some people even do it like as a joke because they actually think it's stupid. You know, you see people walking around saying, I identify as a light bulb or I identify as this. Yes, and I, yeah, I, I mean it. There was literally people that would walk around my school saying, I identify as a computer, I identify as uh, a light bulb. The so most you ask random them what stuff. Watt they are? If they're a light bulb, do you say what watt are you? Are you a 25 watt, 50 watt, 75 yeah, watt? Yeah, no. It, and then there's people that just walk around the school making it as a joke. And there's people, like, there's kids that walk around my school that say, man, they're mentally screwed up. I don't know what's wrong with them. You know, they, they can't identify as a light bulb. And then they walk around jokingly saying, oh, well, I identify as a light bulb. And I'm like, that's not funny. I'm like, Something's obviously not right in their head that they're going around saying they identify as a light bulb. But they're just being me. I, I I just actually came across a video this morning and it was this it was a girl. I'm not gonna sit here and say they, they they said that they she said, sorry, she said that she identified it as a they and they, they were non-binary and it was clearly a she. And I know a lot of people say, you know, don't assume that that's my gender, by the way. Look. And it, she was clearly a girl. I'm t- she was clearly a girl. And she said she kept on going on about how she identified as a hawk and how she's a hawk in a human body and is trying to discover the ways of the human body and figure out how she can live in it. You tell me, what is non-binary? You know how that's described as? What is a non-binary? Yeah, non-binary is somebody who thinks they don't have a gender. But when you're born, you have a gender. A male or a female. There's two genders. Right. Two. Right. But some people believe that they're not either one. So then what are they? I, don't, I Listen, there are kids that walk around my school all the time going, oh, my God, there's 79 genders. There's this many genders. There's no certain amount of genders. There's two. And it's sad that actually in a health class, we have to sit there and learn about we have actually have a unit of what it's like to be transgender what you actually do when when you're transgender how things work with reproduction when you're transgender yeah there's there's you know they actually talk about kids i want you to know this when you're gay and you're a guy dating another guy or a girl dating another girl you cannot reproduce there is something called a um not a donor uh yes a sperm donor or something that helps but it's not your child right yeah it's i mean it's it's one of your children but it's not the other one's children correct so if you're a guy dating a guy this is why i homeschool yeah i i I, i'm literally sitting there in class and i'm just sitting you can't reprint transgender this transgender and we actually watched a video on a little kid who claimed that they were a boy 
that that no, they were they were a boy, but they that they were a girl and they liked wearing dresses. And so we had to sit there and we watched. I'm not even joking. We watched a mom explain to the child, you know, when you grow up, you're not actually a girl. You're a boy. Yes, you can get your body. You can get your body modified to look like a girl, but you're actually not a girl. And there's the kid just sitting there going, no, I'm a girl. I'm a girl. See, now, what is your opinion on this, Faith? Because you're homeschooled, and I have never had that in your curriculum. But, you know, that, um, you have to be born who you are. And when you're older, like, the new kids, you can, like, figure out if you're, like, if you like boys or if you like girls, but you my man and Claire Bender. However, I am not against the community and the community. He's not that, against the community. No. Right, no, I know that. The thing is that if you're born with what boys or girls can say, you have to stay there somewhere and say who you are. But in the next case, what are your thoughts about in sports if a boy that transitioned into a girl starts playing the sports and then she ends up winning like awards? As a female, even though she was born a man, do you think that's fair for the female teams, for the other females? No. Okay. Funny enough, in, in the one district, it wasn't in my district, um, there actually was a case of that. There was a boy who insisted that they were a girl trying to get on the soccer team, on the on the female soccer team, and they wouldn't um they wouldn't let him and uh he tried suing. So there actually was a case of that. How do I feel about that? No, you belong on the guys soccer team. Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, you know how they have like Miss USA and Miss Universe and whatever? Yes. Miss Netherlands. Uh, I will look at how to look at all of it. See, you can make a film of people like in a competition. I will get a look. But Alphas do it incredible. I will say that. I'm going to say Miss Netherlands, who was crowned Miss Netherlands, was a transition male to female. And she won Miss Netherlands. And then she's going into the Miss Universe pageant to compete against all of these women that spend their whole life preparing for these competitions and you know what a lot of people think it's really just a beauty pageant but it's not they have scholarships there's education involved they you know they spend a lot of time preparing for these tur uh, pageants i was gonna say tournaments they spend a lot of time preparing and how would you guys feel knowing that you're going into a competition where miss netherlands is coming in and the reigning miss netherlands is a transgender i don't think that that person should be allowed to do that. Uh, I was not a person to transgender, but yeah, no. I mean, I have no problem if the transgender community wanted to have their own beauty pageant. I'm fine. But I mean, what about the people who work diligently every single day to get to that point? And then, yeah, and, get, and then that's, and yep, and then some transgender, um, I'm, I'm going to say guy. I, I'm just going to say guy gets it. It's not fair to the actual woman who were born woman. Like, yeah, you have to see these videos on YouTube. There's these people claiming they're transgender. And then there's other videos where literal girls actually get on and talk about how it's not fair, how... For example, we'll just use that, um, Miss uh, Netherlands as an example. How these quote-unquote girls who are really guys are taking opportunities from actual women that work their butts off to get in the place that 
that person that doesn't belong there is. Right. So what do you think about uh, that Dylan guy? Oh my God, no, no, no. Dylan Mulvaney? Yes. Oh God, no, I'm sorry. No, he, he started this whole thing of 365 days of being a girl. And yes. he's already been sponsored by, I think, like, native deodorants. Uh, Budweiser or Bud Light or somebody like that. Uh, yes, Bud. And now Bud, they're pulling away from her. Budweiser and Budweiser got into a scandal. on the. I don't know if you know, but Budweiser got into a scandal on the internet about them being homophobic. And then they started working with Dylan. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, the world is such a great place. Um, he, Dylan was sponsored by, um, a, a gummy bear company, I think. Now, I just pulled up on the screen, uh, Miss Netherlands, so you can see her. Is there any way you can get, like, a closer shot? Um, everything I was trying to pull up, I wanted to pull up a video, and I didn't want to do the video. So what were you saying about, um... Yeah, he got, like, sponsored by a, um... And like I said again, excuse me, I'm going to keep on calling him a he, because that's what he is. There um, you go. There you go. Oh, lovely. Um, so, you know... He got sponsored by, like, I think a gummy bear company, Dylan. Um, there's so many people promoting him. There's so many people promoting him that he's, like, you know, delusional and stuff. I mean, I don't, I don't say he's delusional, but I don't exactly think he's in the right state of mind. Well, President Biden gave him our highest medal of honor. That the yes, I, I, yes. That now that you say that, yes, I know that is. Like I said, what does this world come to? Um, I mean, some of the world's greatest people have gotten that Medal of Honor. And Dylan got it for transitioning. Yeah, that's, yeah, he just, all he does is transition and he gets the medal where other people are literally trying, busting their butts off and they are, are, are not getting it and they deserve it more than him. I think I saw one of Dylan's videos. It was. It was like day 100 or something of being a girl. And I think the one I saw was the first day of him ever walking in heels. And yeah, he doesn't go by he. He goes by she. Well, I'm calling him he. I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone, but he's a he. I'm sorry. He's a he. He, she, Dylan met biden and was given this medal and now budweiser has had huge problem with it like a lot of celebrities have spoken out about it uh certain stores are not going to carry budweiser anymore yeah because of this i mean next thing you know we might have a dylan as president Honestly, I'm not going to like to happen. I wouldn't be shocked, but. By your face. <laughs> your face I'm looks... not even going to speak on that subject because. <laughs> you never know. You never know. I mean, you know, there's gay pride month. And... You, know, you know, how do. Gay people get a whole month for themselves, but there's um, um, what do you call it? Oh my god, what is that day for people in the army and stuff? Memorial Day, right? Day people that serve and risk their lives for us get a, a whole big whoop of a day 24 hours where gay people get a whole either 30 or 31 days. That's not fair. You think that should be changed? A hundred percent. 
And honestly, I don't. I mean, I don't need. Should there really even be a gay day? I mean, LGBTQ day. There's always another initials added to it. Like I, I, I started to learn it. I learned it really well, and then I'm like, wait, they added something else. Yeah, it's LGBTQ, and then it's this LGBTQ plus plus plus, and then it's LGBTQIA plus plus plus. What's I? My, I think in oh intersex, I think, or intergender. What's that? I don't know. What's the A? Asexual. Asexual. I think asexual. Well, what I heard. What's what? She said, from what I heard, it was asexual. Yeah, that's what I think it is. And I mean, I have a question. What is the difference between queer and gay? I don't know. But I know back in the day, a long time ago, to call somebody a queer was incredibly insultive. You never, ever, ever called somebody who was gay queer. And now, it's no big deal. Yeah, it's nobody. It's like you see, yeah, like. Mm. Here's my thought. I don't care if you're African American, Caucasian, Latino, Puerto Rican, whatever the case may be. I don't care your skin color. I don't care your sexual preference. As long as you're with someone who one treats you with respect and dignity, two never puts your hands on one another in an unwarranted manner, and that's it. But if society, where it is today in this world, is being so hurtful, why fuel the fire? Yeah. I mean, uh, why can't we just accept for who everybody is without being so demeaning and hurtful and hateful? And, you know, I mean, it's, it's awful. Yeah, um, I'm going to actually, I'm going to send you something. I want you to see this. There's, there's no profanity or anything. just want you to see this video. Well, I'll watch it when we're not on air then. Yeah, uh, but what it's about is it's about um, this guy. It's, he's an older African-American guy. Who, um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna send you. Uh, he's an older African American guy who he is with, um, they do like this thing, it's called Pendrea Queen plus Grandpa's choreograph, craft. Sorry, I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, no, it's just choreograph. There you go. Pendrea Queen's plus Grandpa's choreograph to Britney Spears, 60 second dance. And, they have these drag queens and these grandpas, and there is this older man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it for you. I'm actually gonna send it to you right now. If you could maybe blow it up on your screen, if you want to watch it. I mean, hey, I just sent it. Watch it when we are not on air. Tell me if you get it. I got it. Yeah, and oh my god, you have you have gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. There's no like profanity in it or anything, so now they're also saying that drag queens are being used to recruit navy members for the military. Oh my god. What are you are you watching the video? I'm gonna watch it when we're not recording. I don't want to. Okay. You gotta watch it. So it's about this elderly, not elderly, I wouldn't say. He looks like he's at least in his 50s or 60s. Um, he's an older uh, African American. And there's these other grandpas, and there's multiple drag queens. Each grandpa gets paired with a drag queen, and they choreograph, choreograph to a Britney Spears dance. And they are trying to tell the the, uh, the grandpas what to do. And these drag queens are just going, so we're going to, you know, do this and 
you, you know, there's this part where they go, and he looks at them, and the uh, African-American grandpa looks at them and just goes, I'm not into the touchy stuff. No touchy, please. And he again, he proceeded to, you know, say how I'm a man of God. I don't want, I'm not, I'm not into that stuff. So just please don't touch me. I'll do it. Just don't touch me. So there's this one move where they do like a, a catwalk up to the grandpas. They grab their shoulders and like look at them. And they go, so now you're you're supposed to acknowledge us, drag queens. You acknowledge us. And and uh, the drag queen doesn't touch the grandpa on the shoulder. Um, he just looks at him. And the, the grandpa just proceeds to go like this. No, and just walks out. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. And then he actually yells. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm a man of God. I'm not. No, that's not the stuff I do. It's time to stand up and be a man of God. That's what he says. And he just proceeds to go on how, you know, he's never going to do that again. And... Not yeah. Not. Not and now they are actually also, what do you think, what do you guys both think about the fact that they have drag queens coming into kindergartners' classrooms and reading to them in full drag costumes? No. No, I'm sorry. Kids that that age should not be learning that stuff. I agree. There's a uh, there's a science classroom in my school who actually devotes um, one day out of Pride Month to gay people, and they actually sit there in science and learn about gay people, like scientific stuff about gay people. And there's actually a Pride flag hanging up in the classroom. See, here's what I don't get. So I'm reading this little paragraph, and it says it's called the Drag Queen Story Hour, in which Performers in drag read books to kids in the school libraries and bookstores. It's become a cultural flashpoint. These performances as sexual transgenders are done in front of the children. And it's kind of, they do it between, the, for the kids ages 3 to 11. No, oh my God, no. And what I don't get is that now, that's okay, but you look at some of the books that have been banned um, from school, and I don't understand why some of the books that they have listed are banned. Because, I, I mean, I, I don't, I can't understand the concept of it. All Harry Potter series has been banned. No. Why? Why would Harry Potter be banned? I'm and, sorry, but it, I can't. Ugh. It uh, has been banned because of the uh, evil spirits into the presence of the person. Is what it says. If they did that in my classroom, if like a drag queen came in my classroom and did that, I would respectfully raise my hand and say, I'm not doing this, and I'll walk out. To Kill a Mockingbird, I did a, a research paper on that when I was in school. That's been banned. Um, because they say it has adult themes. Well, a drag queen coming in and reading is an adult theme, I think. Yeah, it is. Uh, Mark Twain's The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Oh, what does this world come to? The Hate You Give is a book I had. Yeah, I, I love that. I remember doing that. And I thought it was a great book. We watched yeah, the movie, too. It's about a black teenager who witnessed a police officer who fatally shot her friend. But all he was in for him was a police officer who was in for son. Right. But it was a fantastic book. It had a lot of story behind it. And now that's banned, which I can't understand. The Catcher in the Rye, another one I read in school. I don't get it. The Color Purple, that's a absolute classic i don't understand that one um there charlotte's web are you kidding no charlotte's, charlotte's web. web is banned in kansas because parents argue that talking animals are unnatural that's the whole point it's imagination but they're okay parents are saying that Talking animals are unnatural, but is it natural for a five-year-old to come to school 
as Tommy today and Tammy tomorrow? Yeah, no. So that's Charlotte's web. Let's see. I mean, there is a ton of these books and it doesn't make any sense. Um, let's see what else. Because this is just, and Tango makes three. Did you ever read that? No. It's a child's book based on the real story of two penguins, Roy and Silo, who formed a beautiful bond at Central Park Zoo in New York. After the zookeeper saw the pair trying to hatch a rock as if it was an egg, they gave the penguin couple their own egg, and they raised the chick, which they named Tango, as their own. I think it's a sweet story, but it's now been banned. Have you ever seen that um court case of where a court, I don't I don't remember I think it was like a twelve year old boy who went to his school library and he um pulled the book off the shelf I forgot what it was called um and he pulled it off the shelf and the book spoke about um I I think it was like a a thirteen or like fourteen year old boy in the book who was slowly finding out who he quote-unquote was and um it talks about grown-uppy things between you know two boys don't you learn that in sex ed now i don't have sex ed yet that's in high school so in health class in the- yeah we, we do start learning about like sex ed is practically based on sexual interactions and stuff where health is based on you know like foods there is a unit though of reproduction where you do talk about sexual interaction but there's a book that the kid pulled off the shelf, and the, this I think twelve year old boy went to court. On the, um, and he pulled the book off the shelf. I forgot what it was called, and it was about I think like a a thirteen or fourteen year old boy having sexual interactions with another thirteen or fourteen year old boy, and it has very disgusting, explicit things in it. You know, it gives a little too much detail, um, a little too much automatopoeia. Um, controversial. Yeah, he tried suing the school and getting the book off the shelves. They got the book off the shelves, but he didn't. I don't. I don't believe he managed to sue the school. But that's it. Was just disgusting. And you could also find that video on YouTube. Now here's one I I need both of you to help me understand because I'm confused and obviously I'm old and you guys are the young generation. You're not old, shush. I am Jazz. Now I know that was a TV show, uh-huh. and it's a banned book. I don't remember it. But I am Jazz is about a boy who transitioned into a girl. She named herself Jazz, and it was a TV show. I think. Don't quote me. It was either Bravo, TLC, something like that. Lifetime. Was it Lifetime? And I then, Lifetime. um, they made a book about it, but it's about someone transitioning. Well, if that's accepted in school why wouldn't like a book about it almost not like a handbook or a guide but in a way kind of be banned i i I can't even answer that everything just now makes no sense what's the bullying policy now in a public school well, you know, they claim there's a policy policy and how they de- and how they'll deal with it, but there really is no. They 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 say there is a bully, bu- bullying policy and how it works. It's not true, you know. I've been bullied multiple times, and I try to. I don't really tell. I just try to get it dealt with. And I'm like, I know you guys have said if this type of thing occurs, you would do this, and they just try to make up excuses. And be like, well, no, and my mom had to go up to the has has had to go up to the school multiple times due to me being bullied. Um, when I was in third grade, I said this before. Um, you know, rumors went around. Um, I, I don't know how, but somebody printed up my school picture of spring pictures, I believe, and put it, put posters all around the school claiming, um, I'm kill myself, boy. Um, and I have said this before on the podcast, so I was kill myself, boy, 
and it was it was third grade. It got so bad, and there were times where I, you know, tried to put a brave face on and pretend like I was fine, and um, you know, pretend like I, you know, even though I was getting bullied, I was fine. And you could only say you're fine so much until you break. They said yeah, you promised could... to do what? What? What did it say on this picture? I was killing myself, boy. Oh my blood. And then. And then, you know, you try to put your brave face on so many times and say, I'm fine. It's okay. And you could only do that so many times. Oh, my God, my throat. And um, after a while, you know, sometimes I used to just have little moments where I get bullied heavily. And I would just sit there and cry in the corner. And I tell everyone to just leave me alone. And I will say this. I've never said this on the podcast. But my most recent incident, which I never, ever, ever thought it would come down to, I don't promote violence. Never have. Um, I've said it before. I grew up around it. But I, like I said, I never thought this would ever happen. I never thought I'd, I knew I, I knew at some point I'd get bullied sometime again soon. Because the last time I was bullied was about fourth grade. And I, was, and I never got bullied then until sixth grade. I was, in, I was almost the end of the year. I was sitting in art class. I'm just sitting there. I'm talking to one of my um, girlfriends. Not really a girlfriend, but you know, that's what I say. One of my, yeah, one of my girlfriends. And all of a sudden, you know, the room just goes silent and everyone starts staring at me. And I'm like, what? I'm like, did I say something? And she even looks confused and she's like, what, what's the matter? And everyone starts looking so at me. Cute. Everyone started looking at me and laughing. And then I'm like, what? And turns out a rumor was going around about me in the class and it got back to my friend and she gave it, to, she told me. And she's like, I forgot what they were saying, but she, they were, you know, and all of a sudden they just, the room goes quiet. And I'm just sitting there talking to my friend. And I'm like, why? Why is everyone staring at me? I'm laughing. And then I just started chuckling at myself. I'm like, this is sort of funny. Cause you know, I'm, it, I, it, I felt weird. I felt like uncomfortable in, like a, in a way, but I was also like really funny, like weirded out. I was like, I started like chuckling. Why? As everyone laughing at me, and then she tells me, and I then I and then I get told, and everyone just starts staring and chuckling at me. And then I, that, at this point, I'm just sitting there, and the boy who started the whole rumor is just now looking at me, and I'm blo- he's like, "Oh, you're blushing." I was blushing, in not a good way, like a nervous way. I like I said, I forgot what it was. I really, 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 really wish in my heart of hearts I remember what he said, but he, I I, I just sort of snapped, and I was like, "Just shut up." And I, I cursed at him and not like a little like like curse word of like I, I cursed at him. And I, I said, shut the you know what up. And I, I, I snapped and he was he said, I think um if I'm correct, I don't remember his exact words, but he said something to the lines of, um, oh, is baby going to whiz with a P instead of the W his diaper again? I don't wear diapers. That's one thing's for sure. I wear underwear. Um, and I immediately snapped and I snapped in a way where I never have snapped before. I looked at him, gave him a double middle finger. I got up and walked right out of the room. And I, I said, I'm done with this. I'm done. And I, I just, immediately, I got up, I slammed my, my, uh, like the chair, I, my foot was under the chair and I just like sort of swung my foot and the chair just, that the stool fell right down and walked out and I said, I'm, I'm done with this. So I just went to the bathroom and I was crying, but not in like a, a way like of, I'm sad. It's in like a frustrated way where I'm just ready just to snap all over again. And all I did, he came to the bathroom, my friend's aide who I was talking to, she had diabetes. So she had an aide with her at all times and her aide helped me. She starts running out of the room going, Logan, Logan, is everything okay? And I'm just like, I'm just like, go away. Leave me. I'm, I didn't tell her this, but in my mind, I'm just like, leave me alone. Just let me be. And I go in the bathroom. I just start crying. Like it just, and I started slamming the walls and I slammed the, the, um, the, uh, drawer, which dries your hands. And I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. And I'm yelling in, in the bathroom. And the kid who started the rumor came to the bathroom and he stood outside and just started taunting me and laughing at me. And I said, you son of a, you know what? I just wish. I don't, I never wish for somebody to die, but I couldn't think of anything else to say at the moment. And I just said, I wish you would just die off the face of the earth. And I slapped him. 
and I never promote violence, but I just couldn't, you know, I, I grew up with it and I just couldn't handle it anymore. And I just slapped him. And I said, if you don't get away from me, you're going to regret it. And I just, I, I just walked, I walked away and she got the uh, aide caught up to me and she's like, what, what's the matter? What's the matter? And I just told her, I was like, you know what the matter is? You saw, you heard, you know, you saw I snapped, you saw I slapped him. And he didn't do anything. He just, when I slapped him, he just sort of stood there, looked at me and like, in like a shocked face, he laughed. And I, I brought myself to the principals and I was, I was like, the son of a, you know what, you know, just, he got me. I snapped. I grew up with this. I'm not going to keep tolerating it. And I, I looked at her and I said, yes, I cursed at him. Yes, I gave him the middle finger. Yes, I did this. Yes, I did that. Yes, I slapped him. And I was like, suspend me, expel me. I don't care. I, I don't care. If I have to homeschool, I don't care. If I get a device taken away from me, I don't care. And she looks at me and she's just like, I'm proud of you, Mr. Becker. And out of the principal's mouth, I told her I slapped him. And she's like, I'm proud of you. And I said, you're proud of me for slapping him? She said, no. She said, I don't believe you really should have done that. But I do in a way. But she said, you stood up for yourself. She said, you did it in a certain appropriate way. And she said, you just got up and escorted yourself out of the room. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's points where a human can only take so much and snap. And I told her, you know, do whatever you want. I don't care if you give me like a punishment detention. I don't care. Do what you want. I slapped him. And she just said, we'll resolve it. You're not in trouble. Um, and I just immediately didn't go back to art class. It was an art. And I just went back to my teachers and I told them. And they lo they loved me and I still do. I still talk to them. And they were just infuriated. She was like, my teacher was so non-private with me. Like she was private with obviously certain things. But like she was, you know, she was willing to say some things in front of me. And she was like, you know, I would have done the same thing. And she's like, feel free to just sit here, relax and talk to me. Um, so I did. And they told my mom. And actually, the next day, they had the counselors and stuff come in the room and actually talk on it. And they said, Logan, if you choose to come in the front of the class and talk about it, you know, they actually told me you have every right to give names if you want. And I walked up and I, I, I proudly said what I said. And I said, you won't know about this. You were in the art class with me. And I said, you know, I grew up with it and I'm not going to keep on handling it anymore. And like, you know, everyone says there's only a, there's only a certain amount of human being to take. I right. snapped and I, I, I snapped. What am I going to do? What happened when you, you know, told your mom? What? what? happened when you told your mom? I, yeah, I was afraid. I, I told my mom before the school even told her. And she looked at me and said, good for you. She said, I don't promote violence with the fact that, you know, um, I, I've discussed that to Victoria Y. Um, and my mom was like, you know, I don't promote violence in any way. I don't want to promote it like that. Like where you want to hit someone or, you know, I don't want, you know, you to beat anyone up. But she says, I never promote it in such a way where it's bad, like really threatening and bad. And she said, good for you, though. She said, you know, you know, you've come home and always tell me. And I've done my dues. I have in the past. I've spoken. I don't know if I have ever said this. I have, you know, stolen things from people in the past. An average kid. It always got back to me in some way. Karma's real. It always got back to me, and I'm not mad. Um, I deserved it when I stole it. Um, but she always said, you know, it will get back to them, and it did. It finally did. And she said, this time the karma came with you. Instead of it coming on its own, it came with you. And she said, you delivered karma instead of karma delivering itself. And I was proud of myself. And I, I do carry those words with me um, in, in a very proud way in the way I did it. You know, karma came with me and karma didn't go with itself. Uh, like I said, I've done my fair dues. I've stolen Pokemon. I stole a whole box of Pokemon cards from somebody worth, I think, like 200 bucks. I've stolen a diamond ring. It wasn't real. Um, but I've stolen a diamond ring from someone and I've always paid my dues. You know, it always got back to me. Um, but you know, 
I never bullied anything. I never bullied anyone. So, you know, I might have stolen something, but I never bullied anyone because my mom always said, if, if I find out you bullied someone, you know, you will get something taken away and you will not be happy about it. She said, I will take away the vice. You know, I, I will do something that you're not happy about. I will take something away. And I find that, okay, I don't, I, I that's fine with me. Um, when I stole the first thing, the, the diamond ring back in first grade, I did get a toy taken away that I liked very much. Um, and then when I stole the Pokemon in third grade, which was the year I was getting bullied and you know, I never used it as an excuse. Never. You know, people always told me, Logan, did you steal it? Because, you know, you were trying to get back at people. Because I stole it from a kid that used to bully me. And I was like, no, I never intentionally stole it because I wanted to get back at him. I was honest. I stole. I said I stole them because I wanted them. But I never did it to get back at him. That's not, I, two wrongs do not make a right. And I, I'm sorry if I'm talking too much. Um. Uh, two wrongs do not make a right. I stole them because I wanted them, and I was honest. That day I went home, you know, so truthfully, I took them from the kid's backpack, and he had nothing in his backpack but that Pokemon, and I sort of told on myself. I said, oh, my God, you know, somebody stole your Pokemon, and I sort of told on myself, karma, whatever, I don't care. I told on myself, and at the end, um, I kept on trying to leave them in my, I put them in my backpack, and I you know, I tried hiding behind everyone to make it like, you know, because she was checking everyone's backpacks. And I was the last person. And I actually thought I was going to get away with it until some kid said, you never checked Logan's backpack. And at that moment, I was like, oh, God. They, he, she checks my backpack. And before she could even check it, she was actually talking to a teacher. And she grabbed my backpack, said something to the teacher. And I knew I was going to be caught right-handed. So I just looked at her and I said, I did it. I did it. I'm guilty as charged. I did it. You know, there's no turning back from the fact that I did it. She actually did get a little stern with me, and I didn't appreciate the way she got stern with me. Like, you know, I, I was I was afraid that my mom was going to hit me, and she didn't. She didn't hit me. She never, never hit me. Never. And I was just afraid that, because, you know, my mom never really, never, my mom never hits me. And she, my mom never hits me. So I just got afraid for some reason. She hit me, and she didn't, like I said. Um, and I just kept on repeating to my teacher, my mom's going to hit me. Like I said, she didn't hit me. I promise. I was like, my mom's going to hit me. My mom's going to hit me. And my teacher just blankly looked at me and said, cool. She said, she actually looked at me and said, you deserve it. And, you know, I kept on saying, you know, I didn't do it because he bullied me. I never planned on doing it because he bullied me. Two wrongs don't make a right. And I, like I said, I was always I was always a very honest little boy. When I was little, even now I'm I'm honest as can be. Um, if I do something bad, you know, and I'm asked, you know, like I said, I always asked that I do it because I wanted to get back at him. I could have said yes, and she actually told me if you did it because you wanted to get back at him, you're not in trouble. Don't worry. And I said, I didn't even ask. Oh well, if I did it because I wanted them, would I get in trouble? No, I just said I didn't do it because I wanted to get back at him. I did it because like I said, I wanted them. And she said, you know what, you know, you should really get in a little bit of trouble, but I'm not going to, you know, you're not going to get any. And I immediately came home and now getting on the topic, what, what did I do? What happened when I told my mom I stole it? Um, I told her before the school even said anything. Um, I said, mom, I, I just came home and she was cooking. And I remember I, I walked through the door with my backpack and I, she said, you look like you just got upset. And I said, hold on. I was. I actually said something to her. She's like, well, hold your thought. You look like you were just crying. What's the matter? And I said, well, hold your thought. You know, I sold $200 worth of Pokemon. And she said, well, did you get home with it? And I said, no, mom. I told on myself. And, and she was like, she was just like confused and like, away. She knew what I meant, but like she was confused and like, huh? you did that? And I told her, and she actually even asked me herself, did you do that to get back at him? No, mom, I didn't. I did it because I wanted them. I got my, you know, don't do it again. I asked her, am I going to get something taken away? And she said, no. She said, I appreciate the fact that you came home and you owned up to it. Um, uh, she, my mom was proud of me that I came home and owned up to it, although she was not proud of me for doing what I did. Um, 
and you know I got my talking twos. I had to apologize to him. And then when I like I said the te- the teacher I had was eh. and when I tried to apologize to him, she looked at me and said, "Apologize. Tell me if this makes any sense." She said, "Apologize to him. I'm sorry." No. And and he looks at me and says, "It's okay. Just please don't do it again." And she and she, she looks at him and goes, "No, it's not okay." And then I looked at the teacher and said, I understand it wasn't okay, but then why did you tell me to apologize if you're just going to look at him and say it's not okay? Yeah. I said, I understand it's not okay. You don't got to rub it in my face like that. I'm a little confused. I know. She made no sense. It was... You know, it's confusing. And I, like I said, you know, ever since then, I've never stolen again, nor will I ever. Um, but you've um, stolen all of our hearts. Well, I can't help that. (laughs) I've had a lot of people who wanted an update on you. And just recently, you jeebied me again because you were in the hospital. And I just messaged you stupid crazy, you know. Any results yet? What's the news? What's the news? Do you hear anything? You're like, Victoria, it's going to take a couple days. I didn't mean it like that. I was just like, it's going to take a couple days, you know, just. Be patient. Don't, you know, don't worry. It's coming. Well, we were praying for you constantly. And then I send you again and you're like, it's only been a day. And I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't tell you. Yeah. yeah, I didn't tell you this. Um, It's nothing bad. I didn't really tell you at the moment because I knew we'd de- de- definitely meet again. So um, my aorta did grow a little. So my aorta was at uh the 3.1 and it grew a 3. Point, it's now it's 3.15, which is just like a three and a half. Uh, for those who don't know, once it gets to a four, they have to take action. Um, so grew a little. And I don't know if I've told you this, Victoria, but I've gotten many. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I've gotten many rounds of applause from it. And I was told that I was a lot of people's hero. You know. Um, <laughs> Faith's hero. You and Faith are my heroes. Like, yes. My um, for the first time. I don't know if I told you. Remind me if I did. For the first time in all my years of doing MRIs, I got my first MRI, I think, a couple months old. Like two, no, not two months old. I think a couple months old, if not like two. Um, I for the first time ever did not go under anesthesia. I I would applaud, but I'm hand. It's okay. Um, I for the first time I didn't go under anesthesia. I sat in the machine because they actually looked at my mom and they said, "Hey, you know the brain scan that we want to do only takes twenty minutes. Do you think to speed up the process we could just get them in the machine?" do the brain scan, then we'll put him under anesthesia, but he will be awake for the brain scan. And my mom looks at me and goes, what do you want to do? And I said, yes. I said, I'll do it. So I go on the machine awake. They put this cage over my face. And they're like, you have to sit like so still. Yeah. I did it. Yeah, and I, I did. And they looked at me and I said, we're so proud of you. And it's funny, because as I was sitting in the machine, I was like, what if I do so good that my mom just walks in and says, we're not going to put you on an anesthesia for the cardiac one. And funny enough, she walks in and goes, well, we're so proud of you that we figured we'd ask you, do you want to go under anesthesia for the cardiac one? It's like about, it's about two hours long. And I look at them and I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, just let's, let's do it. <clears throat> Regrets, maybe one or two. They put me in, they put this huge cage thing over my chest. It's really tight now. They have to IV me, insert contrast, um, and I'm just in the machine. Turned out to be a three-hour thing. It was an hour longer, and I'm just sitting there in the machine. And I'm not going to lie, it did get a little painful to the point where I started, like, I almost started crying because I'm sitting there going, oh, it's pain. It's very painful. It's a hard process. And I didn't tell my mom at one point. I did start crying a little, you know, wishing I'd just get out already. It was painful. But, um, was your head under the whole time, or were you out on the other side? Of no, the- I was completely under, I was in it, and it's not- uh, yeah, I am. I'm a little claustrophobic, too, but I was just sitting there tearing. I'm like, I want to get out. And that she gave me this little thing to squeeze if I needed them. I squeezed it once, and I was she told me if I need to like move a little, they'll just quickly pull me out. I'll move around, and I'll have to go back in. So I squeeze it, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't. I'm like, I gotta move. My arms started going numb. From in the IV was in it and stuff, so I'm like, I gotta move. And she let me move, then she put me back in. Then they did, they inserted the contrast in my IV. Actually, had a little allergic reaction to whatever they gave me. I think the the, the stuff they cleaned me with. 
uh, yeah, and they, they put me back in, and um, I squeezed it for a second time, but funny enough, I squeezed it, she came in, and she's like, well, I just squeeze it, we're done, and I was like, oh, we're done, and I was like, that only took three hours, and she, and she, yeah, and I got out, my body was sore, I actually even felt like how I did when I wake up from anesthesia, and I just walked out, and I just kept on saying, I want to see my mother, and for the first time, my brother came, so I'm like, I want to see, you know, my mother and my brother. Where are they? That's what I kept on saying was, can I see my mom and my, my brother? I want to see them. And they just took me out, put me in the uh the area where they're actually supposed to put you when they're about to take you in. I didn't need recovery. And my mom walks in with food for me. And my brother's just sitting there trying to talk to me. And I'm just like, shut up. Leave me alone. I'm, I'm hungry. conversation. Yeah. And I'm just trying to, I didn't know I could eat because usually when you go into anesthesia, you're not allowed to eat. And no drink. So I woke up going under the impression that I was going into anesthesia and I can't eat or drink anything. So I get out of the machine and I'm just sitting there going, shut up, leave me alone. And I'm just sitting there gulping my drink down, eating my fries. Oh, I was enjoying it. And then when I was really good and stuff, my brother was talking to me and it was great. So did they tell you like how long they think it'll be before you go to four? What? Did they tell you any idea of what they think the time frame will be before you hit the four range? Um, no, they can't predict that. Because sometimes it will grow a little quicker than they would think. Sometimes it grows slower. So, you know, where I can go in, say I can have a, um, a what do you call it, appointment. And they're like, they only done this at like one time. And they were like, we predict that his... His A order is at this right now, but we predict that the next time we see him, which is in six months usually, that it's going to be here. And usually, you know, that's what they do. So well, I came in. It was exactly what they said it was, obviously. And then I came in the six months later, and they were like, well, it grew slower than we thought. It's it's tinier than we thought it would be, which is good. We want it to be small. And they're like, it's smaller than what it would be be usually at the growth rate and sometimes it would be like oh well we think it's going to be here and then when it comes back in six months it's going to be here and in reality it's more than what they think it's going to be and then they're like oh geez you know uh. somebody wants to be you know come here baby don't you no no come here come here baby Oh. Come here. <laughs> Let me get a treat. Yeah. You know, I've had requests. We need to get you on some more teen talks before school starts. Oh, you will. I'm I'm very available this summer. I just oh hi Stucko. There's your boy. There's your boy. It was just, you know, things were very hard. To do it at the moment because you can see him. I can't see him a little. Yeah, there we go. Now I can see him perfectly, actually. So it was a little hard to get on now because, um, with you know, when I first got out of school, I actually had to do doctor's appointments for the at the time upcoming MRI, and then I had the MRI. There's your boy, he hears your voice, he's looking for you. There he is. That go, hi. Yeah. He's had he's uh, contributed to more pups. Oh. He's the stud. Hi, Stucco. Hi, Logan. Are you talking into the mic? Oh, are you talking into the mic? They've had a very healthy bond, these two, Stucco and Logan, for since he was a baby, since Stucco was a puppy puppy. Mm. Right? Yeah. He's a boy. He's a boy. Now we have Champ, Stucco, and Rusty in the house. Wow. I know. And we have like 21 little golden puppies outside. And poop. So, yeah, like I said, it's, it was a little hard to do it when I first got out of school because at the time that I had, um, you know, like a doctor's appointment and pre surgical testing for the upcoming at the time MRI. And then I had the MRI. So it was a little hard at the time. And now that I just got out of the MRI, I'm pretty much practically free for 
the whole summer. Schedule you to be on another one here very soon. Um, yes, and I'm. I'm. I just want you to know, I'm always available on Wednesdays. Always. How about you take us out? Okay. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to another uh contagious smile. Uh, no. Uh, oh my god contagious small team talk podcast uh i was with my co-host faith and we are out well guys